0: he looks like down into the left and looks you know like stricken and goes yeah
1: i know love island
2: like he's been hurt by love island like love island has personally victimized him exactly thank you so much that was a <laughs> perfect um
0: and i go like oh, i'm like oh my
2: another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host Rourke. Rourke, it is our 75th episode today.
0: Oh my God, how cute. Wow. Yeah. We are we are rapidly aging. <laughs> Seriously. Thank yeah. God for apostrophe. Yeah,
2: right?
0: A <laughs> little extra plug for
2: them.
1: Yeah.
0: um, That's amazing. And okay, so th- honestly, well-timed because the first thing I wanted to talk about is to debrief our live Patreon
2: episode a little bit. Yes. How fun was that? It was so fun. I'm so happy that somebody posted a picture of it because I meant to take a picture of it. And fully I was two in the moment. Yes. Um, which reminds me, I'm doing a vlog today. Will you record a little video?
0: Oh yeah, me? for sure. Um, do it.
2: Should I just like talk normally or <laughs> or say? wave or whatever you whatever you want to do? Okay, great. Hi,
1: hi.
2: Okay, thank you. Yeah, I've had a lot of shit going on. Wait, before we do that yeah, though, yeah, live yeah, yeah. Patreon episode.
0: Um, okay. Um, so, so cute.
2: Fun. So fun. So – I'm so glad
0: that like – so a couple people – so we asked people to submit non-anonymous questions that would feel comfortable coming up kind of quote-unquote on stage on the Zoom and yep. talk some stuff out with us and they did. It was amazing. It worked so, so well. So great. Um, my friend um, Matt stepped in for one question, which was absolutely hilarious.
2: Um, yeah, it was It was, it was just like hilarious. It was so good. I'm like yeah. smiling so much. Also, I forgot to tell you that while I was talking to Matt with the patron listener who was up on quote unquote stage, one of the patrons that we had a- answered before who wasn't there came. Like, oh, she was late. bummer. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was super fun. Great to like have some face to face interaction with listeners, which was awesome. Yeah. And also, like, the chat was really fun during it. And people were like, and people from the Discord were like, Everybody, if you like this chat, you should join the Discord, and so many people have. I'm excited to check – Oh, amazing. Yeah, I'm excited to check our Discord stats for next month because the welcome channel of the Discord has been popping off.
0: Amazing. I love that. I also really enjoy – so also just so people understand too, like – while the live show is not an additional tier, I definitely told I, I told a story that is being edited out of the audio version that is that is going into your feed, even if you are a patron and missed the live. So, yes. you know, get me you know, get me in a get me in a live scenario and i and I just
2: say shit. So <laughs> you never know what might happen. Um, so yeah, so that happened. yeah but, which there anyway. are occasionally times when we've edited things out, yes. of Yes. usually episodes. names very only. Usually names. Yeah. Usually we just fuck up and say something I'm not supposed to say.
0: I also, I got to tell you, man, I was thinking about what we were going to talk about today. I can certainly talk about the date that I went on. I have Patreon updates up the wazoo. Like cannot. So it's, I'm like just banking them. It's ridiculous. Anyway. Yeah. So writing them down, I hope. I mean, I know them in my head. They exist. <laughs> you you would
2: think that. You would think that. But there are times when I've had so many Patreon, up, Patreon up updates and then I get there and I fully fucking forget. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, okay. So I did have a date this week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Very fun, interesting guy that actually reminds me a bit – like the the like the date energy that he gives is kind of Matt-y hmm. where I think Matt likes – to and because Matt does this with our friend group and I think he does it on dates where like Matt likes to just like Matt kind of likes to the therapy Jeff a date where where he just asks like deep questions and like insightful questions and like Interesting. he likes to like go in early, yeah. And that this guy was kind of like that. And one of the before like so it was like a fun it was just it was a fun it was a very fun date I like really enjoyed myself and actually what's so okay I did not um get into these details on the
2: Patreon, yeah. um wait do we have a nickname for this guy yet because on the patreon you didn't have one yet.
0: Yeah. Um gosh. And let me percolate. Let me percolate. Okay. Maybe once okay. we get to and maybe once we get to the end of the story something will appear to both of us.
2: Okay. Cuz as as previously noted, it gets really confusing when people don't understand the nicknames.
0: Yes, agreed. And there's a there's a chance I see this guy again. So yeah, re- relevant to have a nickname for him. So yeah. he is traveling now in France for 2 weeks. Um um, I want to find our initial text thread because I think that, um, um, okay. So we matched, this is a Bumble guy and uh-huh. we matched and chatted for a little bit and somehow like, you know, got to text whatever. Yeah. He says, Hey Rourke, this is blank from Bumble and it's a shorter name than the more formal name he has on Bumble. So he says, yeah. yes, I go by that.
2: Yeah. Um, and so, then like his says, Facebook is his full name. Like his right. Facebook is like – I'm. this is a made-up name. His Facebook is Benjamin, but he said, hey, Rourke, it's Ben. Exactly. And he goes, yeah. I prefer Ben.
0: Um, yeah. How's tomorrow or Wednesday night for jumping on a FaceTime?
2: Oh. And I said – Did you previously discuss that step
0: or no? Nope. No, no, no. No discussion okay. of, of the FaceTime. And I – and we can certainly discuss this. And like people have vastly different views on this. Yeah. I don't love a pre-date FaceTime. I'm not a huge fan either. I – have never wanted to see somebody after a predate FaceTime and i have a feeling those are people that i may have had good first dates with
2: yeah i think that so i i have yes. like the duke comes to mind sure I, so like we i feel so like, like i made some exceptions <laughs> that year yeah but like even after our first FaceTime i still would like obviously he and i had multiple FaceTimes and i grew to actually like him across the course of, like, a month. But just um, for a reference, if people weren't listening then, I lived in San Diego for three months during, like, the height of the pandemic and was, like, FaceTime dating with people in New York. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I think that, like, having that FaceTime, I don't – I think the risk is higher than the reward because I think that it is so easy to have an awkward FaceTime with somebody that you might have had a good in-person interaction with. Yes, Exactly. Like I can think of I can think of several Facetimes I've had with men I'm dating mm-hmm. that are awkward. Yeah, and we know each other. And I think for me, it's a high.
0: There's a it's a high self conscious experience where yeah. I'm watching myself. I'm like, oh, do I like? Is this a good angle? Is this good light? Like, is this? Because there's something about when you're in person with somebody, you're taking in much more stimulus about yeah. them and the surroundings than you are in a FaceTime you're just looking at their fucking face. Yeah. And so I think it can like paper I'm not really I'm not self-conscious in person. Um anyway. So I asked, is this your typical I said is that a typical pre-date move for you to FaceTime first? Yeah. And he goes, "So, I'm not much of a texter."
2: Oh, and no. I was like, Jesus Christ, we are right can back we, here. we create a dating app for people who like texting? I, would, I think we would have something there. It's in fucking
0: insane. They need a badge for it, actually. Like, you yes. Know, yeah.
2: Brilliant. Like, we need something. I need to date someone who likes to text, for fuck's sake. It's fucking insane. So anyway, so I go,
0: sure, I didn't mean to imply texting is the solution before a date. I like to get in person and just see how it goes. That's why I was curious because he um he mentioned he was gonna be traveling for a while, like that part yeah. that piece I do seem to know, so I said that's why I was curious if Facetime was a solve for you being out of town like a replacement uh. or if it was a screener uh. and he 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 was in town this past week, so it was it was a like first date like replacement kind of thing, and he and I like I said. We basically sort of like butt heads a little bit about whether or not we're going to have this Facetime, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's like he, here are your options because he he lives like relative like relatively close, um, not exactly my same neighborhood, but like pretty close. Okay. And so I was like, here's the deal. I'll strike you. I'll come to like close to you. Like I'll come to your neighborhood. Yeah for an in-person date on Tuesday night instead of a FaceTime. Like yeah. I'll make this very convenient for you, but it needs to be in person. And Hi. and then I said, and then if there is a second date, you have to come to my neighborhood. And he's that like, deal. That feels
2: fair. Yeah. It's funny because I fully support that for you and obviously you're not a catfish nor like a weirdo. Yeah. But I'm just imagining if somebody had wrote had written in and said I wanted to Facetime with this guy and he refused. Yeah, we would be like, don't go out with that man. Totally, you're probably right. We would absolutely. I mean, I know you, so like, but like, we would absolutely be like, danger. Don't go out with him. And I think if he had
0: said like, I also like to do it because I'm. I don't, like, I've had a catfish, like, something like that. I was like, I will take, like, a selfie with my thumb up. Like, I'll be like, hey, you know, like, I I, I can prove my existence if that's a concern for you. But, like, we're either, like, getting in person or we're not dating.
2: <laughs> that's very funny.
0: Anyway, so we did. And so it was kind of a running joke throughout where at various points on the date I said, so far is this better than a FaceTime? <laughs> and um did it yeah, of course not. And at the end, he was like – and I was like, say Rourke was right. <laughs> oh, lordy. And he was like, you were right. This is like a lot better than FaceTime. And I'm like, thank you.
2: Anyway. I am curious. I, I don't actually want you to ask him this, but I am curious his stats of like how many FaceTimes have turned into dates for him. What's that's a that? great question. What's that success rate?
0: Yeah. I, I, I will ask him next time we speak. No problem. Because I would
2: imagine if you're
0: – It'll probably he, be in two weeks. <laughs>
2: If he went on a FaceTime date with someone, if that wasn't a step for him, those all would have been first dates. Right. Yes. So, yeah. I'm curious to know. So, we are talking
0: about um, July 4th. He's asking me about my mm-hmm. Austin trip, and I'm telling him what we did. And yeah, I say, his be FaceTime. Pardon? By
2: the way, his nickname should be FaceTime.
0: Oh, done. Oh, also, he has Green Tex. And so we get in person. Oh, so
2: he can't FaceTime. Was he just using that as like a stand-in word? He was using it as a
0: shorthand, yeah. Um, So we get in person. I'm like, by the way, what was your – do you have a Mac? Like what was your plan for FaceTiming? And he goes, oh, no, like I don't have Mac products. And I was like, okay, so you were just like using it as a stand-in? And he goes, you're the one who said FaceTime. And I'm like, no, I was not.
2: Did you go back and read the receipts?
0: He was like, wait, I want to read this. So he reads it and goes, yeah, that was me. (laughs)
2: I mean, it is one of those words that people just use now, yeah. Which like, is fine. Like, I was like, I'm not taking the fall down. for this. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done um, video calls in Bumble before or in yes. Hinge.
0: Yeah, I, if, that would have been reason. fine. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. so he, so I, I say, I, you know, we did this river float, we did this boat, we, and then I was like, and then on this one day, we did this game day that's Love Island theme, like. Do you know Love Island? And I can't properly convey this. I'm gonna to try to do it with my voice, but you kind of need the body language with it. Yeah. Where he looks like down into the left and looks, you know, like stricken and goes, Yeah, I know Love Island.
2: Like he's been hurt by Love Island, like Love Island has personally victimized him. Exactly. Thank you so much. That was yeah. a perfect. Um, and I go like, I'm like, oh
0: boy. So he and he then follows up with saying, yeah, a friend was really into Love Island and made me watch it.
2: I'm sure a friend was. I'm sure they were real close friends.
0: Exactly. So I go, Oh, is this is this good friend an ex-girlfriend? Duh. <laughs> and he goes, Yes. So then of course we established that he is emotionally unavailable and <laughs> here we uh, fucking are uh, like the, yeah. yeah. There was there's no indication until we got to that moment that he was in that place.
2: Right. Because I also think that, like, this is true of the rower as well, similar vibe where somebody could also think that they are ready to be back out there, but then when you ask them a question in person and you see all of the body language, you see all of the emotion on their face, like, it's much different Mm -hmm. than if you were to have asked that question. Like, if you had asked, if you had mentioned Love Island in the Bumble chat, you probably would not have gotten to this reveal.
0: Great point, point. and I don't want to. I want to shout out Therapy Jeff here because that is his comment that judge the level of emotion associated with the dialogue about an ex to assess yeah. whether or not a person's over it. Was li- literally as he's talking about it, I was Therapy Jeff's face was in my mind. Like, You're like emotion, emotion. I'm using my I'm using my hands as alarm bells. <laughs> Yes, and um, that actually be kind of a funny shirt. Motion, <laughs> motion, motion. <laughs> anyway, so I, um, I, 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 I did follow up on it. I was like, you know, what's what's the deal there? Like, the, the, I'm I'm reading something from you in this interaction. What? Tell me yeah. more about that. And he reveals that. They have actually not dated – This girl and him have not dated for some time, but they spent. They started spending like a fucked – They basically made a pod, like a friend pod in pandemic where they were – It sounds like emotionally very enmeshed, but were not technically like dating or being physical.
1: Friend
2: pod that was just the two of them. Pod of two? Yes. Got it.
0: Yeah. So they're spending all this time together in lockdown. And then recently – they have decided to go cold turkey and actually not talk, which I think is the right move.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: it has – Like, they should have done this a long time ago, frankly, but whatever. Probably, yes. And she's moving.
2: Right, okay.
0: Yeah, so I don't love it when – non inter when people make a decision based on an external factor where it's like you didn't really decide like (laughs) something else kind of happened and now your choice is forced and so you know with her moving obviously that makes it a lot easier to not talk so who the hell knows um he's in france with his family and we have not kept up texting in the interim he was very Hmm? relatable <laughs> literally literally that seriously actually <laughs> different 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 situation different relationships so um he like after the date was very clear that he wanted to go out again when he got back and who knows so we'll see i am okay not holding my breath and we're moving right along
2: moving right along
0: um, but I, it's interesting cause it kind of ties into a friend. Um, it, it was a friend who asked this question so that another friend of hers would see it on my Instagram, which is very funny. Oh my God. We're getting so meta. <laughs> mm-hmm. She asked me, what do you like about your matchmaker? Like what's, what's been the value of that? You know, whatever. And yeah, so, so I responded and I, my answer was obviously sincere. And that is, I think to me, the biggest, like, in the the biggest thing in the W column for a match for me for the matchmaker is that even though my three dates have not turned into a relationship at this juncture, all three of those men wanted and were ready for a serious relationship.
2: It yeah. wasn't with me, the but same. they want one. Right. I feel the same. Yeah. Like you don't have to do that screener. I also think if you are a person, well, everybody has deal breakers. So the major deal breakers. Are already screened for for yes. you yeah like an, an example for me is that I'm not sure that I want kids and I am looking to start a partnership with somebody who is also open on that question where we can mm-hmm. make that decision together somebody who's not like a hard absolutely not or a hard absolutely yes yeah and that is a conversation that my matchmaker has with people before she matches them with me which I then don't have to do Exactly.
0: And like these things are hard to obviously like both of ours are buttons that you could select, right? Yeah. But then they fucking are wrong. Well, yeah. They're either not fil- – they're they're filled out. They're not filled out. They're right. They're wrong. Fuck it. Anyway, it's a disaster. So here we are.
2: <laughs> well, I also think that it's – there's a difference as we disco- as we discovered with the rower. There's a difference between wanting a relationship and being ready for that relationship. Yes, that's true. And while the matchmaker is not able to fully screen for readiness because that's something that can evolve over the course of dating someone, yeah, they're at least asking some more probing questions coming from like an expert's seat.
0: Yes, totally. Anyway, that's all from me. Um, you looked like you were having a banger of a weekend. What, what was what, what were we getting, getting into?
2: Yes, I did. I lots of celebrating. So I yeah. went to a friend's birthday party on Friday night. Um, as noted in my Instagram, my promotion went public um, this past weekend or past Show week, did. rather. Yeah. Um, so Cindy, I know came so over many people texted me. They
0: were like, "What was bleeped out in Matchmaker Maria?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a promotion." Like it, it was. We just couldn't go back.
2: <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Yeah. Um. So it's funny that it got. I didn't realize it was getting bleeped and not just removed. I love that. It's because of how she phrased it, where she was like. It didn't work to cut it, basically. Yeah. But, oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Anywho, um, so that went public. So um Cindy came over before and we split a bottle of champagne and then we went to this birthday party. It was super fun. We actually ended up doing karaoke. We did not know the bar had it, neither did the birthday Unbelievable. girl. Karaoke Unreal. follows me. I manifested in my life. Yeah. Very fun. And then the next day we went to what turned out to be, I think, another birthday party, but we were just invited by a friend to his friend's apartment who I've met once. And it was very fun. I felt like I was back in college, though. Like the first thing Cindy and I got there and the first thing game we decided to play was who is the next oldest person. Oh, oh, always a classic in new yeah. group
0: situations.
2: So we knew, obviously, we know our friend's age. He's like a little bit younger than us, but in his thirties. And so is the guy who lives there. But we were like, besides that, what do we think? And we estimated it was about twenty-seven, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay, um, so
0: not your people, but like a fun time.
2: It was super fun. There were a lot of drinking games, which we know I love. There were there was a keg stand. Dear God, there are okay. multiple That's keg an Yeah. I actually helped someone do it because there was a a wager that was put on Survivor Flip Cup that I was involved in. I actually agreed to this wager. I I didn't think I was going to lose, but I agreed to this wager where it ended up – if you ever played Survivor Flip Cup where like whatever team loses, votes someone off. Yes. So it was a very back and forth situation and I ended up being the last person on our team drinking – I think it was six cups, drinking and flipping six cups in a row against One guy on the other side drinking and flipping six cups in a row. That's insane. And so he wagered to me that whoever won or whoever lost had to do a keg stand.
0: Oh my God. I would not accept those terms. Good for you.
2: (laughs) I was pretty, I was feeling pretty good about it because my team had been winning. And so he had had to do that three times already. Oh, he was, yeah. Okay. So I was feeling, and I was feeling pretty good about it. I'm also good at flip cup, but I also just yeah. based on where he was at, so yeah. I did it. Also, you could have you had a good indication of his performance. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um. So I was one of the people holding him up on the keg stand, not actually doing the keg stand. Um. Supportive, kind,
0: clap. Yes. Always. Yes.
2: So it was. It was quite fun, though. We had. We had a good day. That is fun. But all that dating is not dating related. Mm-hmm. Um. I, have that many dating updates because I haven't seen nor have I really spoken to the disco ball since we last recorded
0: yeah so let's like talk a little bit about this where like to the degree that you're comfortable obviously um because I think that you know something that we did share some more we'll probably we we shared more details than we probably will share here about this on the live patreon and I think something that happened that you did well that you might want to level set here is kind of like the Amy Chan like shit talk circle. Do you want to? Yes. Do you want to take it from there?
2: <laughs> yeah. So in the live Patreon, when I told when I said when I told the update that I'm about to give here, there was a lot of very well intentioned, very mm-hmm. supportive chatter in the chat in our live Patreon. That was, I don't know that they were like I wouldn't call it bashing per se. Agreed. Because it wasn't like super negative, but Correct. it was it was definitely like hedging toward a like fuck that guy kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Not that aggressive, but like hed- heading in that way in the same way that I think when we give updates to our friends about something that has happened that maybe we're frustrated by or that's not great, etc., or we're t- going through a breakup, like our friends are very quick to be those supportive hype cheerleaders- and being like, you're amazing, fuck that, you deserve better, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And that's not always helpful in those moments. Mm-hmm. Totally. And and I think especially because I am not in a fuck that guy mentality about this situation. And I also am not in a – I'm not looking for input on how mm-hmm. to handle the situation either. Um. And I think a lot of times we can end up overvaluing other people's opinions about our feelings. Totally. And it happens in those kind of hype circles. Yep.
0: Definitely. Uh, And I
2: think also like you can –
0: you can be disappointed in the status quo today while also thinking of how you want to handle it, fix it, address it, whatever, without being like, fuck this, et cetera. Yeah.
2: Exactly, exactly. so as I just as I talked about in our last recording, he had he went down to DC last weekend to get his stuff um, something that I had not talked about previously um, on there is that I had found out that I had gotten promoted mm-hmm. and I told him about it because he on our date he we, I knew that it was probably coming and so on our date I had told him, you know, it, I think I'm going to get promoted in the next few weeks, but I'm not entirely sure. Also, my condo contract was pending, mm-hmm. the other people's signatures. And so I had called him when I found out and said, like, I'm out celebrating some really exciting news. What are you up to? And he was like, oh, my God, did you get promoted or did your condo contract go through? And both, baby. And I was like, fucking both. Happened on the same day. What a time to be alive. Um he was out in the city with friends, so like couldn't meet up with him at that moment. But he was like, "like I want to take a dinner to celebrate, etc." He went to D.C. that weekend. Um, then we were texting a little bit on Monday, and as I as I talked about, we talked a lot on his trip down to D.C. We ended up talking on the phone for a while on his drive back. Like all of that felt really good, and like mm-hmm. he wanted me to be a part of his day to day life, kind of thing. Yeah, which is part of. The dynamic shift that I was curious about when he moved here is we are now able to be part of each other's day to day lives in a different way, and what might that look like? Yes. So that had felt really good on Sunday. We were texting back and forth on Monday, and I had sent him a text that I went into more detail about on the Patreon. Uh, that he yeah, didn't the Patreon reply is where we read the receipts. Yeah, we read the receipts on the Patreon. Um, I sent him a text on Monday afternoon, evening-ish, that he didn't reply to Mm -hmm. that really required a response. And so the next morning, I followed up on it in kind of like a cheeky way, and he like immediately responded to that, I think, realized that he should have replied. Um, And then let me know that he has like a crazy work week. He's got a bunch of his clients in town. It's like a, um, a big conference that's happening here. And so I was like, okay, like, and I basically like jokingly said, you know, I'm open to how you're going to make it up to me. Mm -hmm. And he was like – he agreed, et cetera. That was Tuesday and we haven't talked since then. It's now Sunday, which also – Something else that, hilarious, that I had to shut down in the chat yesterday was people being like, it's Saturday. I'm like, yeah, I, I know what day it is. Yes.
0: That's like when people tell you, oh my God, you are so sunburned. Bitch, I know. I feel it.
2: <laughs> like my whole face is red. I'm aware. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm yeah, like, Matt, yes.
0: Matt made the critical error of not wearing sunscreen because it was cloudy. Oh. His arms are no bueno. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, so, so like
2: yes, I'm aware. I'm aware that that was Tuesday, and now it's Saturday. I have a calendar. Correct. I've counted um, the
0: days, but no, I've I counted I, the days. This is objectively disappointing. You know, yes. I think that, and you and I have talked about it offline. Um, and I think that my take, like very much, still stands, which is that he has now moved to the city of the place where a girl that he likes lives, and. I think we want to know that he wants to continue that and yet yeah. to be in the driver's seat to some degree about your momentum and cadence of hang
2: fully yeah and we might be we might not be on the same page in what we want that momentum to look like sure he he might be one of the things that I was worried about not like super actively but one of the things that had occurred to me that I actually told him when we were dating before or when we were on a date before is that moving to new- he might move to new york city and be overstimulated, overwhelmed, like excited by this new life, mm-hmm. not necessarily from a dating perspective, although that could be too, yeah. but also from just like the stimulus of living in this new place that he's wanted to live in for so long for the first time. Yes. And all the things that he wants to do and all the friends he wants to now, he can now hang out with and going to the office every day and all that stuff. These are reasons, not excuses, to be clear. Like, yeah. not saying like, and he's welcome to want to do all those things. But if we're not on the same page, I want to have that conversation.
0: Yes. Because even though all of that is going on for him, You still deserve to be a priority on that list if he wants to continue this relationship.
2: Yes, exactly. And this week I did not feel that way. I felt very unimportant this week. Continue to feel very unimportant. Totally fair. And that's not how I want to feel. So I do feel really strongly that it is on him to follow up given our last conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do want to – and I don't want to have this conversation over text message either. Definitely not. I would not – I think that is
0: not the place. No.
2: So whether that's in person if he wants to go out or if you know I might initiate a phone call if not I don't know uh, future me problem I'm not sure indeed yet. but yeah it's it is disappointing and but it remains to be seen of whether we can come back from it yeah yeah yeah
0: and you know with breath that is bated
2: yeah so we shall see in the meantime like I am still on the apps I was never not. Yeah. Um. you know, obviously I ended things with the other two people, but not because I wanted to go forward be exclusive with the disco ball, but more because I knew that those two connections were not it. Mhm. Exactly. Um so, you know, maybe I'll go on a first date again. Maybe not. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, great.
0: That actually leads us nicely into the weird or not, which is not topic related, but still a question that we have confronted in our lives.
2: (laughs) Yes. And inspired by something that very recently happened with the disco ball. Yeah. And I want to get the wording right, because as we know, wording really matters when people are voting on these. Okay. This week's weird or not is, they update their dating app profile with a photo that they sent you. Okay. So this this one is
0: a perfect to me... Example of testing the limits of weird, quote unquote, and undesirable. Yes. So this would be undesirable. It's one of those things where, as we discussed when it happened to you, it is undesirable yet like pot kettle black, baby. You know, (laughs) it's like... literally did it. Exactly.
2: Both, Both me and the disco ball have done this.
0: Yep. And so it's like one of those where... You're probably going to send – if you're trying to be like – you know matchmaker Maria talked about this, like a flirty, cute picture, right? If you're going to send somebody a flirty, cute picture, it means
2: you probably have a good one on your camera roll that you might want to fucking put on your dating profile. Yeah. Like it's a good picture. The one that I sent the disco ball that I put on my profile, it's a good picture.
0: Yes. Yes, it is.
2: His, his is not.
0: I totally agree. I think I know <laughs> the one that you posted, right? Is it the white dress? No. I
2: used the red dress one. Oh, the red dress one. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Similar golden hour yeah. in Italy type of thing. Yeah.
0: Oh, nice, nice, nice. I don't think this is like – I don't think this is technically weird and yet if I caught it on somebody, I would be like, uh, kind of gut, you know, I yeah. I, I wouldn't feel great. So um, I'm going to say this is 40 weird, 60 not weird because I think that I, – I think that that's kind of how this like comes out in the wash, that some people might say that it's not desirable, but on the whole it's going to be nah.
2: So it's not. It is more weird than nah. Oh, interesting. But it is so fucking close. It is 52 weird and 48 nah.
0: Okay. That is like
2: a coin flip.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Completely. And ha- am I right about the reasons at all that people think it's undesirable?
2: Yeah. So a lot of people just said – I'm like battling with Logan right now. To get I know. This is hard. hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. So a lot of people said – like the this one sort of exemplifies what a lot of people said. Um. Oh, where did it go? Oh, I don't actually know if it's weird, but I highly dislike it. Yep, totally. Is, and that person voted weird. Right. Yes. So – or somebody said, not really weird, but be more original. Sent me something else. I don't like it. <laughs> and other people other people acknowledge that, like, it's not weird, but it would trigger something for me.
0: And you know what's interesting? Matchmaker Maria specifically said, if you're going to do this, it should be one not on your dating
2: profile. Mm, yeah, she did say that. Um, like a photo that they can't see anywhere else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it did trigger something for me. When I saw that Disco Ball had updated with that photo, he's also updated his location a couple times. Like he updated his hinge location when he signed his new apartment. And now recently he updated it again to like a more specific, it's a better version of what he originally put. I think now that he lives here, he knows what neighborhood he, he should put. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Which means that he, he changed it since he moved here. I shouldn't keep looking, but I do because I'm a masochist. Yeah, I was going to um, say, girl, you're,
0: you're making yourself crazy here.
2: I know. Um, but in any case, I I think that it it obviously did trigger something in me, but at the same time, like, I fucking did it. So what can I say?
0: Yeah, totally. All right. Well, that's a good one. I liked that one.
2: Yeah. yeah I th- and I think it's like very – that it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. And to be clear, even though I am recognizing that it triggers something in me, I am not reading into it that it means anything about how he's feeling about me Mm -hmm. because I did the same fucking thing and I feel how I feel. Right. Exactly. I just know that we are not exclusive yet or maybe we won't be. We're not in a relationship. Therefore, I am still open and out there Mm -hmm. and keeping myself updated yeah
1: so Mm -hmm.
2: yeah I I also recently I'm just as as we're telling the story I'm realizing that I recently updated my like main photo on both because I hadn't changed my photo in a really long time um a really long time I think it was like eight months but I hadn't changed my main photo and it is a photo that I took before my last date with him Oh, that's so funny! Like a—is it a selfie or like a? It is—it is a selfie, but you can't really tell that it is. Yeah, um, it's like far enough away. It's one of the ones that I take to like show my makeup before I leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not one that I sent him, but I'm on my way to meet him. I'm wearing the outfit that he last saw me in. That is hilarious. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you really can't say anything.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just real. I just realized that as I said that out loud, it's like slightly different, but it
0: is. But it's 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 you know damn close. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but exemplifies the fact that you know that I I did that because I am trying to keep my profile updated with the best and most recent photos of me. Mm-hmm. Even though I really like this guy yeah. and would love for it to develop into something where I am no longer on dating apps. Mm-hmm. It's not there yet, and maybe won't be. Yeah. But while that's the case, I'm still keeping myself in fighting shape, if you will.
0: Totally, as you fucking should. Let's go. Yeah. Before we get to topic talk, we should talk about our lovely sponsor apostrophe.
2: Yes. Speaking of keeping myself in fighting shape. Yeah. Great point. Actually. I <laughs> I need to re-up mine. I'm almost out. Um. And I think that so I've been I've been loving it, and it's actually I think been helping with my rosacea. Mm-hmm. The like azelaic acid one that I've been using. I think I'm gonna do one that has more tretinoin in it for a little bit more like fine line fighting next. Nice. Month.
0: Yeah. I um I've been really happy since. Um, I noticed after Austin that I had a little bit of, like, dark spotting on my forehead from, oh, I think, just, like, the sun exposure of, like, the boat, the float, all of it. And since coming back, I've tamped it – I've gotten it to tamp down. And I believe the Trent Noen did that.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And so I am um very grateful for our friends at Apostrophe and – Like you said, plan on re upping as well.
2: Yeah. And it's super easy to re up because it's all done online and you can, like, you know, do the consultation and submit pictures and, you know, they'll basically tailor to your needs and what you're looking for. And we have a special deal for our audience. You can save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash FMH when you use our code FMH. And this code is only available to our listeners. So, very special deal
0: it's tough. It's a, a bit of a tricky word to spell. So that's apostrophe, a p o s t r o p h e dot ecom slash FMH. And then use the code FMH to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for only $5. And thanks apostrophe again for sponsoring us.
2: Yes. Thank you. I'm very excited to re-up and continue my skin journey with them. Yeah. So Erica, you know, I love a fancy drink and something that's been really helping me to do that without consuming more alcohol than I want to is Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails. They're 0% alcohol made with real fruit, sweetened
1: with agave, and honestly taste just like your favorite cocktails, but without the alcohol. I like to have a few things in my fridge that give me a little bit of flavor and their flavors are amazing. They have the lime, margarita, grapefruit paloma, ginger lime, mule, watermelon, mojito. One of those has to sound good to you. I think they're all great.
2: My personal favorite is the watermelon mojito. That one is so good. I recently had a few people over and pulled them out of my fridge. They had never tried them before. They're now hooked. They've ordered
1: recess mocktails. We're spreading the word. I'm not a day drinker, but I want to go for the hang. And it's the perfect thing to bring to those scenarios that you're like, I'm here. I'm having fun. I got something in my hand. But if you're not a day drinker like me, then a recess mocktail might be perfect for you. You can get
2: 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com fmh so you can
1: enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. So something that I have started incorporating into my daily routine is our new sponsor, Happy Mammoth, and specifically taking their Hormone Harmony. It is plant-based, it is nature-inspired, and it is herbal. I'm a little conscious, I want to make sure I know what am I putting in my body. I want to be taking the right type of things. They have got it down at Happy Mammoth. Yeah, they're really dedicated to making women's lives
2: easier, and that means
1: only using science-backed ingredients
2: that have been proven to work for women. They really make no compromise when it comes to quality. I have really been appreciating it for when I'm feeling like, a little off or down around that time of the month. Because I have an IUD, I don't get a period. So it often surprises me when I'm at that time of the month. And this has really helped level me out in those times.
1: Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to manage PMS, their estro control, specifically. It also is helpful if you're going through menopause or premenopause as well. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use our code FMH at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code f m h for fifteen per cent off today All right bad dates baby
2: bad dates part two so last time we spoke a lot about like being on the date, yeah, and I think or like the beginning of the date, realizing that it's not a match or realizing that you you know want to get out of there. Yeah, can I ask can I ask you
0: a question? Because you've now posted the reel where you sh- you kind of reshare this bad date story, and I know that there was a lot yeah. of feedback and kind of virality to the first time you shared it. H- what's been the feedback?
2: Almost nothing. Oh, interesting. Um, In that way. I think because I didn't – obviously, I told the full story on the pod. Yeah. The reel does not include the full story. Oh, okay. okay. A lot of the things that I – it just couldn't just from a timing perspective. A lot of the things that I got feedback on, they were like ridiculous things, but they aren't in the reel because they aren't important. Like Mm -hmm. the number one thing that people were mad about when I originally posted the story was that I didn't want to eat dinner. Right. Absurd. They were like, "Why? Well, why did you go to on this date if you had? Why did you eat dinner before the date?" Was like the number one question I got. I'm like I regularly do, do you, that. Y- yes, it was a drink date. It wasn't yeah. a dinner. It'd be weird if I agreed to a dinner date and then ate dinner beforehand. Yeah, that'd agreed, be weird. Yes, though, still not the takeaway on a story about a man who followed me home.
0: Yes. All true. By the way, a, fr- a friend of mine was like live texting during listening and uh, she was
2: like, oh my God, this keeps getting worse. This is fucking insane. She was like <laughs> listening. <laughs> it does keep getting worse. but like, And that was part of my point too of like, even if it was supposed to be a dinner date and I ate before, which that that would be weird objectively. Still, you're listening to this story about this woman who felt unsafe on a date and was followed home. And the only question follow-up that you have is why did you eat dinner beforehand? As if if I hadn't have eaten dinner, then all of this would have been fine and I, it would have been – we're dating now.
0: The trolls always ask the burning questions.
2: I know. So anyway, no, I did not really get any feedback on it. Um, okay. I also like got out ahead of it on Instagram, although TikTok is where I was more worried, but I got yeah, it ahead TikTok's of it. TikTok is a less safe it. place. <laughs> TikTok is not a safe place. Um, where I said like – and as we said on the last episode, whatever you need to do to make yourself feel safe and beca- and become more safe – like, that, th- those decisions made sense for you. Like, the decisions that I made made sense for me at the time. Even if looking back, there are places where I'm like, oh, maybe if that happened again, I would do something a little bit differently. It made sense to me at the time, and that's yeah. what mattered to me. Totally. Um, but so let's let's put aside now dates where we don't feel safe. Yes. Right? Like, now we're just talking about, like, dates where you just think it's not a match. You know, you, yeah. you don't think you want to go out again with this person. One of the questions, and so we talked a lot about boundary setting in terms of you know how to leave, literally just leave, say that you need to go.
0: Yeah, I have gotten trapped on a. I was on a date where I was like, it. It was a bad date in the sense of I really don't want to be hanging out with this person anymore. Yeah, I was like fantasizing about being home watching Vanderpump oh, Rules. You know, I, I just I've, was like, I I, I not to be anywhere but here, and. I also I believe actually this happened last I think this was like last June I think because I believe that I was studying for the bar and so I wasn't I wasn't I didn't drink for that period except for like right. on very rare occasion because I wanted to wake up just like fully ready to study and go yeah. and so I I had like a one drink limit for myself on this date mm. and I believe he got 3 drinks Oh,
2: read the room, buddy. Uh,
0: yes, where I had one, and I was like, rem- like you know, like I said, I kind of like have to study, and this, that's on me for having that thin boundary, right? I, I should have been yeah. like, as a reminder, I need to, I need to go after this, you know? Yeah, not not personal, but I gotta go. <laughs> personal.
2: Yeah. Um, but, but you
0: would have had to go regardless at that yeah, point in your life, exactly. And this man keeps, and he's like, oh, well, like I'm like I'm having a good time, like let's like get, I'll get another round. Did,
2: no. So that bad. Wasn't, that wasn't it wasn't an
0: option. so bad. And this guy fucking circles back so often and it drives me wild. Oi. Yeah. There's a real reading the room problem here.
2: Yeah. Um, I have previously – I don't always do this, but oftentimes – I don't even know if oftentimes is the right word. Whatever. Sometimes when I'm planning out a first date, like a drinks date, I will mention something that I'm doing afterwards in advance. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, drink sounds perfect. I have dinner plans at 9. Yes. Or, you know, wh- wh- whatever it is. Um, And most of the time, people are totally cool with that. I occasionally have had people push back to be like, oh, well, let's pick a night when you don't have to be somewhere else. Okay. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I want, I want end night. <laughs> I want, I want, I want to, I want the end. Yeah. But mo- that doesn't usually happen. I think most of the time, most of the time people are very on board that I've experienced. People are very on board with a first date that is just intended to get together, see if there might be a connection here to then go on a potentially longer and more in-depth second date. Yeah.
0: Totally. Which is I, my my vast preference, and which is why I, th- which is why I now often I'm like, yeah, like I probably you know I I can definitely carve out like an for time for a drink, but then I you know do have to go back to work or something. So like I say that a lot. Yeah,
2: now. yeah, and I think that that makes total sense. So then you have that planned clear exit, which by the way you can decide to abandon.
0: Exactly, which is why I, which is why work works really well. It's a little different if you have true. It's like I'm going to blow out reservations. My- <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bail on my friends
2: to hang out with you. Yeah, which is a bad precedent to set. Very bad precedent to set. Uh, yeah, work does work because then you're like, oh, I just won't do that right now. I could do it in the morning or whatever it is.
0: Yeah. So then, okay. So you're. You're having a bad time. Can we – is there like a text uh, – is there a date script, an IRL script for
2: I don't want a second drink. I got – like I'm out. I think that there is typically a moment where the bartender comes by, the server comes by, whatever it is, and they like do that kind of, oh, how are we doing here? Yep. And I usually make sure I'm the first person to speak, and I say like, "Oh, I'm okay, thank you." Mm-hmm. And then you know, I hopefully the other person is not like, "I'm going to order another one," like your person was.
0: Right, that's what happened. I was like, "Oh, I'm good," and then he was like, "No problem, I'll have another beer." I was like, "What? That's not what that cue was." And so no. that's what I'm saying, like. Uh-oh. How do we get th- how do we make this a little more explicit maybe if we need to?
2: I think what I would say is, "Oh, like I'm okay, thank you," and then turn to my date and say, "Should we get the check?" Mm-hmm. question mark. Yes, that's good. That's good. It's a rhetorical question that really means we should get the check. <laughs> I like that. I and I think here you could maybe
0: re up potentially like what your Guardrail was on time. Where yeah, i might say, one, yeah, yeah. Where, like, I might say, "Oh no, I'm good. We should wrap up. I got to get back to work." Unfortunately,
2: yeah, totally. Uh, but I think if you say, like, "Oh, should we get the check?" Then it, it kind of, I think, invites them into the decision. I like that, even though they were not part of the decision. Correct.
0: <laughs> the thing is, though, like, I guess if you're having like a truly bad date, like, do you care?
2: I think so because I still think – I still don't want to – I still don't – I don't want them to – assuming that they're a nice person, just sure, not my Sure, 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 sure. Okay, that's, that's a fair point, yeah. I don't want them to feel shitty. Yes. That yeah. like it's I better. don't – I want to stop hanging out with this person so badly that I am going to do anything I can to cut and run right now. Like yeah. I don't want somebody to come away. I would never want to feel that way if the situation were reversed. Great
0: point. You know what? I'm actually having a memory about a bad date where, wow, i completely forgotten about this. Um what? What? Where this guy, I made him so nervous, he threw up. <gasps> yeah. What? hmm
2: How did you know that? Did he tell you he, he threw up? Or did he told th-
0: me. Yeah. It was that he went to the restaurant bathroom and puked.
2: What's weirder, <laughs> puking or telling your date about it? Uh-huh. And telling them it's that's, their fault <laughs> that's that's the weirdest part. The weirdest part is that you know this information, yeah. So he literally came back and said, "You made me so nervous. i th- I threw up.
0: Yes. not in those literal exact words, but yes, one hundred percent.
2: What did he say? What were the words?
0: I'm trying to remember now. Um, it was it was much more rambly. So it was like, I'm so sorry. I was like nervous. Exactly. He was like, "I'm, you know, I, I'm so sorry about that. Like, I didn't mean to like be gone so long. I like, you know, I've like, I was like kind of like anxious about this date. You like seem really great. And like, it made me very nervous. Like it was, it was just like very rambly. And he was like, I sometimes ended, like.
2: Ended with I threw up.
0: Yes. And he's like, and like some, sometimes like that like level of like nervousness just makes you throw up. And like, I had to like go do it.
2: Oh, my heart goes out to this person. A
0: hundred percent. And so that's a good example of I, I did not want to hurt this person.
2: No. <laughs> but
0: I did not want to see him again either.
2: No. Wow. There's some stuff to work through there. Yes. um, Yeah, that's never happened to me. Uh, <laughs> like that someone has said that. Yeah. Um, I have puked on a date before, not out of nervousness.
0: Oh, were you sick?
2: Yeah. Oh, there God. was a couple years ago, maybe longer. It was before Finding Mr. Height. I like something that we ate at dinner. Like, did not sit well with me, and I didn't tell him though. I like puked in the middle of the date. Came back. I think I'd probably looked like I'd been crying, but he didn't say anything because you know how your eyes tear when you puke. Yes. Um. Ended up seeing him again.
0: Oh wow! Where did he bounce back?
2: back. <laughs> I don't think he knew that I puked in the middle of the date. Um, uh, felt great afterwards. I think I think it um was a little bit of like cross contamination from nuts I think that's uh, what it
0: was. that makes sense anyway, um,
2: yeah, so like I
0: didn't want to then immediately like get myself off that date, right? I wanted to make him feel good and comfortable and um i i, I you know, it was very much like, oh my gosh, like i I'm sorry that's bit like I'm sorry that ha- I'm sorry, you're feeling that way i i yeah I, i'm I hope I'm not coming off as trying to put – like, you know, whatever. I hope I'm not making yeah. you nervous. Like, th- this is just dinner. Like, I-, I tried to, like, make it copacetic and yeah. then I was like, let's let's go.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that is potentially how you, like, end the date. Yes. What happens if somebody asks you on a second date at the end of the first date and you know you don't want to go?
0: So this is where I think you stack a white lie with an alley text script (laughs) where you say like, that'd be great. I don't really know my schedule right now, but text me and we'll figure it out. So kick the can down the line to a texting scenario and then use the, you know, upon, like I'm so sorry that I initially said yes to the idea of a second date, but upon reflection, this is not the romantic connection I'm looking for. I hope you... You know, I wish you luck out there.
2: Yeah, I have said no in person before. Oh my god, good for you! I would. In times where, well, I and I think that's totally valid. I felt in the couple of situations where I said no in person. One was the traveler that we talked about last week. He was just a dick, so that I was like, "Fuck you, no, absolutely not." Yes, um, I didn't say it that way, but like, I had no. He deserved it. Should yeah,
0: should you have?
2: Yeah, but another time was where I just felt pretty comfortable in the situation. And I also, based on my read of him, didn't think that he was going to react in a way, in a bad way. Yeah. Because that I think is something as women who date men that like comes into play as well, unfortunately, is like if I turn this person down in person, will that lead to an unsafe situation? Because some for some people it might. Certainly. But uh,
0: I, t- to clarify my own perspective, I am not saying this out of a safety concern. I'm saying it out of I would like to avoid the awkwardness of this in-person interaction <laughs>
2: right now. Yeah, which I think is okay. Like I, I understand that. Um, and it's it's actually one of the reasons why I don't recommend that people do a hard ask out at the end of a date that way because it just puts so much pressure on the situation. Yeah. I can see that. Like, it's one thing to say, like, this was fun. We should do it again sometime. And then you could be like, yeah, totally. Absolutely. It's another thing. Like, the journalist did this after our first date, and I did want to go out with him again, but – and yet still felt pressured. He asked me out on a specific night oh. at the end of our first date. Oh, wow. Yeah. He said, like, I'd love to go out with you again. Or he, but I think he had a lot going on the next week, so he knew that he was only free on, like, call it Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I have a really crazy week next week, but I would love to go out with you again. Are you free on Tuesday to go on another date? Like as we were saying goodbye on a street corner.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot where I'd be like, oh, let me get out my phone. Let me look. I would have felt a little scrambly from that. However, if I was into somebody, I think I would totally be into that initiative
2: yeah well, I think that's the that's the risk that people are taking, right and like yeah. you're gonna put somebody in an awkward position if they're not sure, yeah, and I even like had already decided I would go out with him again, and I still felt awkward and scrambly, yeah, and said no, I mean, not no, but I said like I was like i I think so, yeah, like can you text me that and then I'll look, you know i did yeah. I just didn't want to deal with like getting my whole calendar out right there on the street corner, totally, yeah. Because I, I would have been like, wait, I have like, here, wait, hold one phone while I open the phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I just have, there's just like a lot that goes into figuring out if I'm free on a night, you know? Totally. Like, let me make sure there's nothing I haven't put in my calendar that I'm not thinking about. Need a little more reflection time. Yeah. So that I think, but I, I like that idea of kind of the in person, you know, vague response. Leading to the text script, which basically says, you know, I, I'm sorry, I didn't realize this sooner, but upon reflection, I've you know decided that I don't think this is a match, and I don't think it makes sense to go out again.
0: Yeah. And so, question for you, and this is like a little bit of like a more existential question, I think. Like, what is a bad date? Right? Where does it mean? Like, you're not a match. Does that mean? this person like what what does it mean to be on a bad date and what warrants a evaluating somebody is like this might have not been your best performance I will see you again (laughs) I will give you another chance to you know be less nervous or to do you know xyz whatever and like oh no this the the, no point
2: I think that's a good existential question that maybe we should have answered at the beginning of the series um as I th- upon reflection. Yeah. Um but I I don't think when I think about having a bad date it is not just oh not my person, don't think it's a match, don't want to go out again. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily consider that a bad date. Because another qu- a question that we got a couple times is seeing the positive in quote-unquote bad dates. And I think that even dates that I go on where I realize that that person in- is not a match for me, I've learned something. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they're not a match for me. And that is data that I'm oh, collecting. Totally. Yes. Which is why I, I rarely think,
0: view first dates as a waste of time.
2: No. and Almost never. Yeah. I think that – the bad for it to be for it for me to call something a bad date they have to have done something that actively makes me feel bad unsafe angry Mm -hmm. some like negative emotion
0: yeah that makes sense not
2: being not being attracted to somebody is not a negative emotion it's like fully neutral
0: totally it's just a it's just a bummer
2: Yeah. Just a bummer. Like, oh, bummer. Like that date's not going to turn into a second date. That doesn't make it bad. Like something has to have actively happened where I'm like, wow, I wish that I had not spent time with that person.
0: Yes. Agreed.
2: And I think that – think how I define it.
0: Yeah. And I think that's fair. And I think that like it's rarely – to me, it it is rarely a pattern of bad dates that I think lead to dating burnout. It's more just sort of like disappointing dates or non-connection dates that lead to burnout.
2: Right. Like lack of second dates I think leads to burnout or lack of – the other thing before you even get on a date I think that leads to burnout is like you know, swiping that doesn't go anywhere or messaging that never gets to a date Mm -hmm. in that same way. Like the thing that leads to burnout I think is like connections that don't continue.
0: Yeah. And then – What's your – and then, you know, we do get this question a lot and I think we probably feel like we've talked about dating burnout a good amount, but just in this kind of brief context, how do you kind of like hype after maybe – maybe you've gone on kind of – this actually happened to me recently where I had like four like bummer dates in a row and yeah. I was not in a great headspace. And like how how do you psych yourself back up?
2: I first of all think that it is totally valid to not want to do that right away I think that people have this mentality that they're like, I got to get back out there. I got to stay or I got to stay out there mm-hmm. actively pursuing things. Even if I'm feeling a little meh about my last few experiences, give yourself permission to take a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. And a break doesn't mean, you know, delete your dating apps. I'm not dating right now. Mm-hmm. Like give yourself permission to to not actively swipe maybe for a few days, a week, a couple weeks, whatever it is. Yeah. If that's going to make you feel better. I, though, like to focus on when I'm feeling like, ugh, you know, the last few dates I've been on have been lackluster, whatever it is, I like to think back to the last couple of good first dates that I went on. That's a great strategy. To then say, if I had those good first dates, I will have another one.
0: She will rise again.
2: She will. And like I've thought about that too in this whole situation with the disco ball the this hallway situation is absurd.
0: Is it still ongoing? I definitely can't hear yeah. it.
2: Yeah. I think he's power washing the hallway floor.
0: Oh, that is not ideal.
2: <laughs> it's a, uh, I, we're like, like, we're, like
0: almost done anyway, so it's fine.
2: Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um What was I gonna say? Oh, so I've thought about that in my situation with the disco ball, actually. Mm-hmm. Where would it be disappointing if it turns out we're not on the same page in terms of like what we're available for right now and therefore I move along because he doesn't want to pursue it at the same rate that I do. Yeah. 100%. Very disappointing in the in a probably a similar level of disappointing as the rower, I would say. I, I agree. Yes. I, I think, think that that's really
1: fair.
2: I would be really upset. That would suck. But the disco ball was my example after the rower of how I will go on another good first date. When yep. I went on my first date with the disco ball, one of the my biggest takeaways was, wow, that was a great first date. There are great first dates out there for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that was fun.
2: Yeah, that was really fun. And I was in a bit of a funk at the time because after the rower, I went on a few not connect, not great connection first dates. Right. Like that man who took a sip of my drink while I was in the bathroom.
0: Oh, God, yes. Never forget. Yeah. <laughs> and tongue man.
2: And tongue man.
0: <laughs> Brutal.
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> so I that's what I like to focus back on. So if things were to end with the disco ball, in my head, I would be like, "Well, I met him. Mm-hmm. I will meet someone else." Yeah, And that someone else will be I will be one step closer to meeting someone else who is on the same page as I am.
0: Love it. and I, I and certainly I, agree, and that's the way I feel yeah. too. I
2: nice. hope it doesn't have to happen, obviously. like it would be great if this were to develop into something. yeah, but if it does. And it does. Yeah. Namaste. Namaste. (laughs) Very zen. Um, I do – the one thing uh, before we sign off, Mm -hmm. you mentioned something that that we got a couple questions about, which is how do you know or determine if it's a one-off bad date or not a good match? Like you said of, you know, okay, let's give it another shot or – yeah, it was
0: yeah. so I really like what actually actually what my matchmaker has um, said, where she has encouraged me to if you can find three non physical qualities that you like about them that match with you what you want for your partner that is worth uh-huh. a second date. Oh. Yeah. I like like that. if you can identify like they're super passionate about X and like I love dating people who have passion. They seem really yeah. family oriented and you know clearly carving out time for friends and family is important to them. That like that read to me or like they have um he was really um Thought, like I I said this about the date that ended up not going well, but um, one of my Matchmaker dates I said was really thoughtful. Like I liked that he texted me before and said like FYI, there's not ballet at this restaurant, but there is a garage yeah, on yeah. this corner. And I I thought that was like really lovely forethought into like what my needs like or concerns might be in LA, like trying to show up on time for a date. And really? so like you know, can you name things like that? And like they cannot be like he was so hot. And so I think that is my barometer where like I actually – even though that was not a good date, I identified those about him and I would have been open to a second one because he was so monolog Right. I was willing to say maybe that was nerves. You know, yep. some people get chatty. Some people get quiet. People handle nerves differently. And so I was very much willing to say like let's see if it's a little bit more evenly distributed on a second date. He never circled back, which is fine, but yeah. um, like absolutely fine. But in theory – Uh, That's why I was willing to go on a second date there.
2: Yeah. Um, Wait, on that note, you won't or haven't gotten feedback about Greg, right? You only get feedback after the first date? Correct, Holy shit. Guess who just texted me? Oh
0: my god, wait. My stomach just fell out my butt. Did Disco Ball (laughs) text you? Yup. What does he have to say for himself? We can cut any of this if you want.
2: He said, hey, how's your weekend going? Sent me a picture of his bed and said, "A week of waiting and three and a half hours of assembly later."
0: Okay. How do you want to respond? I don't know. I feel like that doesn't quite
2: address
1: where was that. Oh! <laughs> uh,
2: quite doesn't quite address it. Doesn't address it at all. But uh, to be fair, I do not want to address it in text message. Yes. I, at all, actually. Like, as I'm like thinking about it, I don't think that I want to respond with anything about how this week has made me feel because I don't want to get into that conversation via text. Correct. I yeah,
0: I think I think the goal of him being with his phone right now and engaging in an exchange is to find a time to get in person. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like I don't, I'm not gonna be overly effusive. Yes. Like, oh my God, hi. like no. Yeah. No. But I, yeah, I don't, I, but I'm also not going to do a like, I'm sulking, but I'm going to wait for you to ask me about it move. Good. Yeah. Don't, no like, need to,
0: you know, pretend.
2: No, I think just no, like normal, just yeah. normal response. Um. And then, yeah, I think the goal is to get in person to talk about it because I, yeah, I very much don't, don't want to do it via text message. I want, I want his face. Yes. And I think you conversation. want conversation. Agreed. And
0: I think, I think this is a good example. And as you know, I like I, – I sometimes like things over text because it gives you the ability to percolate. I think you want this to be an in-the-moment conversation where I, I I think you want him to have a little less time to craft and kind of Yeah, and I also want to
2: be able to, to read his body language and read his tone yes. and like feel how he's, you know, responding. And also it. So the, the other time that I did have, and then I, I know we're running over and I also have to get ready for brunch, but um, the other time that I had texted him about a like long gap, mm, mm-hmm. I felt a lot of anxiety while waiting for him to respond to it. Mm-hmm. And he responded in the most amazing way, as I noted and as we've talked about. Yeah. But I didn't – that feeling sucked. Yes. So don't – yeah. So don't even subject
0: yourself to that position.
2: Yeah. No. Like I want to do it in person. Yeah. Um, All right.
0: Well, I'm eager for you to keep me posted on this.
2: Yes. I have more to say, but I'll do it after we hit stop.
0: Perfect. All right. Well, um, on that hopeful note, <laughs> we leave the listeners. Um, Goodbye,
2: dear listeners. This has been a wild ride. It really has. <laughs> in the show notes you'd be like say to the fucking end people
0: yeah yeah this really like um this is like it's like the sixth sense where at the end it all gets revealed
2: yes like an unintentional bury the lead podcast yeah totally oh man good stuff Okay. okay goodbye bye